0: Trevion Henderson is looking to have a bounce-back year. Mayan Williams is healthy, and there are three other running backs who are trying to have a lot of playing time for the Buckeyes in 2023. How does Tony Alford handle the talent in his room? We discuss that today on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked on Buckeye's for the Locked on Podcast Network. I am your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 9th in the year 2023, and this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. All the action goes down at fanduel.com slash locked or during today's episodes. We will go over some predictions for different statistical categories on the offensive side of the ball. We'll talk about Harrison, Mind Williams, Trevia Henderson, and all the talented skill position players on Ohio State's offense. But first I mentioned Henderson, I mentioned Mayan Williams, because those two running back, those two players are a couple guys that are going to be needed for the offense to be all they could be in 2023. I am a believer that those are the top two backs at Ohio State, and unless something crazy happens or my opinion is changed based off things that happen on the field, those are the guys the Buckeyes need to ride in the backfield for Ohio State's offense. But then there are three other guys that are on the team that play running back. Evan Pryor, Dallin Hayden, and Chip Trainham. Trainum was a running back at Arizona State. Transferred to Ohio State. Played linebacker. Transferred to play linebacker. During his time last year, moved back to running back. And lo and behold, he is still in the running back room. Evan Pryor, a year ago, got hurt during the spring game. Missed all the season. But he has looked to be healthy. And he is someone that could be a big piece of the pie in some capacity for Ohio State in 2023. And then there was Dallin Hayden, a second-year player, a guy who was thrust uh, into um, a bigger role last year due to injury and played phenomenal football a year ago. You got five guys, all five guys, if they went to other schools Would probably start. I mean, the Power Five starters, all five of them, at running back. So it's not like we're saying like one guy is oh, one guy would not start at Indiana, but the other guy would. Um, one guy would go to Bowling Green and be a backup, and another guy would just be um terrorizing the, the opponents. Like we're not talking about that. All five of these running backs, they are guys that would start at other Power Five schools. I mean, it's a luxury to have that in Ohio State's running back room and. When you think about just your Ohio State fandom, your lifetime, what has the running back room been like? Probably been one guy, maybe two. Do you generally have five guys that could play? No, you don't. And just in my time covering the Buckeyes here for the uh, Locked On Podcast Network, just my first fourth, excuse me, my fourth season covering the team. My first year was 2020, you have an incoming transfer running back in Trey Sermon. You got Master Teague, and I'm sitting here like, okay. Teague isn't better, but he is the veteran. The Buckeyes ran with him, and even looking up some stats preparing for later in the show, I was like, oh, Master Teague played better at that point in the season and during that year that I thought he did, but that was the first year. And then you keep on going 2021, 2022. They're running that groom right now. If everybody's healthy, is easily the best since I've covered the team. And I think in Ryan Day's tenure since 2017 and um, even the other coaches that that are there that have been coaching for quite a long time, they will say this is the most talent that they have had at any running back room at any school that they have coached at, which is why when it comes to handling this room, it's very important to figure out who is the best and ride with them. I'll, I'll make this statement all season if I have to or until something changes my mind based off things my two eyeballs see on that football field. Mine Williams and Travian Henderson are the guys. I, I think there's a scenario where Travian Henderson does get the start week one against Indiana. I'm not saying he's going to have the most rushing yards for the Buckeyes this season, but I do see a scenario where he is your starter based on how the coaches view him and want to utilize him in this offense. But that's where things get a little interesting. When it comes to Chip Trainum. he is a little bit heftier. I think 230 or 235, um, 235 pounds is where he weighs. But he can also, I mean, he broke for a 70-yard 70, 70 run in the, in the spring game. They have him do a little returning. So it's like, where do you find him? Is he going to be more of um a Mitch Rossi role, H-back role? Not as heavy as Mitch Rossi, but he's going to be a good blocker, maybe be a little more versatile. Do you find a package for Chip Traynham? Then you got two guys in Evan Pryor and Dallin Hayden that are saying, look, I don't care. You ain't got to find a special H-back package for me. Let me, in that backfield, let me tote that rock and let me cook. That's what they're trying to do. And I I'm them, that's what I'm trying to do as well. However, it's easier said than done. For Tony Alford, Ryan Day, um, new OC, Brian Hartline, and the rest of the offensive the coaches, my own advice would be this. And this is what I would say for to you. Um, find out who the top two guys are and work with them. Figure out if there's a guy that needs to start. I hear about this all the time in basketball. Uh, there are guys that maybe need to be bench players, maybe a sixth or seventh man. But based on how they respond versus when they start versus when they come off the bench, they might start because another guy on the team can come off the bench and be kind of a spark plug immediately, immediate instant impact when he's on the field. So you have that guy come in there off the bench. Think about this as well. I think back to to 2012, I think it was. 2011-2012 2011-2012 Oklahoma City Thunder, going back a little bit, about 11 years ago. What do we find? James Harden was not a starter on that team, was one of the best five players, was the best 2 guard on the team, but he did not start. Sixth man, he ultimately finished games. Why? Because, one, he could come off the bench and be an instant impact guy, but also, two, they knew late in games, he is going to be with your finishing unit, your final five, if you want to use that form of alliteration it's a little interesting when it comes to running backs because you don't normally have a guy that is your best, but is not uh, maybe your bet, maybe the most productive guy out there, but can't come off the bench and be an instant spark plug. So if Travion Henderson responds better when starting, start him. Like if it's that that easy, you want to get more out of Travion Henderson starting him versus him coming off the bench, start him. It's okay. Like that's not something that I would normally say, but I think in this situation it is okay. But also, Mayan Williams is great, man. Like he's a great Buckeye running back. I don't I'm not trying to say like he's one of the upper tier type of guys over his tenure, but he's been really good for the Buckeyes. And I do think he can be somebody that comes off the bench, but you have to find what works. Who your top two guys are and roll with them. In the top two guys at Henderson and Williams, they don't have the same type of skill set which complements each other very well. If you want to play three and you want to say, hey, maybe the top two guys, one goes down, who is next? That's where things get tricky. Because Dallin Hayden looked like he beefed up a little bit. He's trying to uh, sturdy his frame and and have a more rock-solid frame to withstand the physical hits that he's going to take on a college football Saturday afternoon or evening. That's one thing. Evan Pryor, do you want to have him come in after being out a year ago? Chip, train them. Where do you go? Figure out your top two guys, and then figure out if you want to have a third back in rotation. I'm really kind of on the back end of this. I'm really uh, someone that does not like to say you need to have three running backs on the field or in rotation. But I could easily see a scenario where the Ohio State Buckeyes go that route because of the talent in this room. How does Tony Alford handle this room? Figure out who your top two guys are, let them cook. If Chip Trainum has a package, let him work. But also figure out if you need to, if you want to use a three running back set. Chip trainum's package, probably more of an offset guy, uh, maybe heavier package. That's great. But be very, very picky and strategic about how you go about handling this. Room coming up next. I teased it maybe a week ago. It's finally time to predict some offensive stats for your Ohio State Buckeyes in 2023. Going to go over a lot of stuff coming up your way. Marvin Harrison Jr., Cal McCord, Devin Brown, and others will be discussed. You don't want to miss what's coming at you at you next year on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. It's that time of year where it's hot outside for a hot second. And then it cools off for a few days, warms back up, and then cools off again. And in your wardrobe, in your closet, you're trying to find something that allows you to be cool and comfortable when the temperatures rise. And allows you to be comfortable when it gets a little bit cooler outside. That's where Bird Dogs comes in. Bird Dogs has the exact thing for you you feel comfortable all year round bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as lululemon but fit way better bird dogs also uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long go to birddogscom slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college or use their friendly promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Thanks for making a lot of buck guys. Your first listen every single day. Now is a great time. Stop what you're doing. Don't stop driving if you're on the road, but take some time when you get a moment. To subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes so you don't miss a beat. Apple, Spotify, the Odyssey app it does not matter. Locked on Buckeyes is easy for you to access. If you're a l- listener on Spotify or Apple, leave a five-star review and a rating. If you're watching us on the YouTube, s- subscribe to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you are notified every time a new video goes live. And smash the like button on this channel. Video Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So we have been teasing, and I've been looking forward to the next portion of the show, where we get to somewhat discuss and predict what's going to happen on the football field numerically. Part of it's going to be with the quarterbacks, and I... At the time of this recording, there has not been an announcement about who the starting quarterback will be for your Ohio State Buckeyes, which is why when we get to the quarterback conversation, I am not going to come out here and say, well, it's this guy or that guy and and hone in and tie, uh, tie into one quarterback. I'm not going to do that kind of collectively. If this guy starts or if this guy starts, what is the number for them? Got to go leading rusher, uh, over-under numbers, all that good stuff. But let's start with over-under. Well, the starting quarterback for Ohio State, though, for over 4,250 passing yards. The first thought is yes. But when you look at how a Ryan Day coached offense works and the numbers that have gone there, there has only been one, excuse me, there have been two quarterbacks that have thrown for over 4,000 yards during their career during a single season at Ohio state Dwayne Haskins in CJ Stroud. Even a year ago, Stroud didn't do it in 13 games through for 3,600 passing yards, 41 touchdowns six INTs. So the first thought is yes, he's going to do it. However, if the number were at 4,000, I might say yes, based off of talent at receiver and how I think Brian Hartline is going to use and call, well, potentially he's going to call the plays for Ohio State this season. But my first thought is if it's over under 4,250, my number is no. I don't know. I don't I don't know. And I don't believe you're getting a guy uh, in, in McCord or Devin Brown that is going to um, be the be the best thrower in the country. Like I'm not saying that. I don't want to go that far. I can see a guy maybe getting 3,900 to 4,100 passing yards, but 42.50, I am going with the under passing touchdowns. That number over under number is set at 42 and a half. Now you may say yeah, that's pretty hefty. Maybe it should be at 38 and a half. But when you think about it, when it goes to um, Ryan Day quarterbacks and the guys that can throw the ball consistently in the late, I'm taking JT Barrett out of it. And I'm not counting Justin, Bear, Justin Fields' 2020 season where he only played eight games. When there's guys that can throw the football and they play 13 games, I mean, they're elite throwers. Dwayne Haskins, 50 touchdowns. Justin Fields, 41 touchdowns in 2019. Stroud had 44 in 2021 and 41 TDs a year ago. So, the Throws of the Football consistently, you're think you're probably you're thinking 41 or above. 42 and a half, once again, I am going under. That is not me saying that I don't believe that they're going to be a really good throw of the football. I just think when it comes to the talent in the running back room and how I think Ryan Dan Brian Hartline want to have a balanced offense, I think that less or lowers the amount of uh, uh throws and touchdown passes a guy can make. However, think about this. The Buckeyes played 15 games this year, 12 regular season, a 13th being the Big Ten Championship game, and then also a two playoff games. That number's possible. I just don't, I'm just going under right now based off my gut thought with this conversation. Rushing yards, over under 1,500 rushing yards for whoever the leading rusher is. That's a no. Like, I could probably say 1,300, but when I think about fifteen hundred yards and that happening under Ryan Day tenure, there's only been one running back that has had over fifteen hundred rushing yards in a single season. That was J.K. Dobbins when he had two thousand rushing yards in twenty nineteen. And so, when you think about the numbers and think about the production, Trivia Henderson might be a leading rusher this year for Ohio State. Freshman year, he had 12, the freshman year he had twelve forty eight, and that was a phenomenal year. Fifteen touchdowns. That was a great year for him. But I just 1,500 with the running backs that are here and with the amount of talent and how I think they'll use two, maybe three backs in the season, that's a big ask, and I just don't think that's going to happen. If he emerges and has an end-of-the-season performance like Trey Sermon had in 2020 or Ezekiel Elliott had in 2014 where Elliott, I think he went back-to-back years with 1,800 rushing yards. like That was just stupid, like stupid good. I don't see that happening with any of the guys in this room. It could happen. I just don't see it happening this year. Over under 16 and a half rushing touchdowns. A year ago, Mayan Williams had 14. Two years ago, Travion Henderson had 15 rushing touchdowns. I'm going to lower that number because that seems a little hefty. Let's go 13 and a half based off how I originally were 16 and a half. And I was like, that doesn't, these are my numbers. I could change them even on the fly. 13 and a half I would say yes. 16 and a half I would say no. So 13 and a half rushing touchdowns on the season, whoever the starting uh, the leading guy is in this category, I am going yes for them. Will Ohio State have two 1000-yard rushers? That I'm going yes. Will Ohio State have two 1000-yard receivers? Two guys that have over 1000-yard 1, uh, 1000 yards receiving. I am also going yes the minimum game the Buckeyes are going to play is 13, max 15. Unless the, uh, Brian Hartline uses four or five receivers, I mean five or six receivers, I don't see a world where Mecca Abuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. are under, are both under um 1,000 receiving yards. Uh, I think both are over, excuse me, I think both are over 1,000 receiving yards, and um, I'm not sure if there's a world where the offense feels like you think and one guy has over 1,000 and another does not. I don't think so. I would have a hard time thinking that is going to be the way things go for the Buckeyes in 2023. I got a few more stuff coming. These are kind of, these are more predictions. Who's going to be the leading rusher for the Buckeyes? Who is going to be leader in receiving yards, receiving touchdowns? Uh, will there be a kick return or pump return for the Buckeyes in the fall? A lot of good stuff coming your way. I'll even throw some quarterback stuff coming up at your at you as well, because even though we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be we can definitely predict what the starting quarterback, who they might be, who might start the most games, and things like that for the Buckeyes in the fall. we got more predictions coming for offensive players coming at you next year on Lockdown Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can also use your bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. We got more predictions coming your way right here at Locked On Buckeyes on a Wednesday. I am so, so So excited for football season. It's right around the corner. You got week zero games. The Buckeyes take the field for the first time during week one of the upcoming season. Many of you may be like me and will be looking forward to going to high school football games in the fall. And that just gets you excited. There are some people local to me that will be going to high school scrimmages this weekend. I will not be, but... I understand if you do. Football's great, football's fun, and we love every part of it. Part of football is predictions, and we made some earlier in the show as far as over-unders, well, the starting quarterback – go over or under 4,250 passing yards. I went, no. Will the starting quarterback have over 42 and a half passing touchdowns? Also, no. Will whoever the uh, starting running back is, whoever the the leading running back is in rushing yards, will they have over 1,500 rushing yards in the season? I said, no. Rushing touchdowns, 13 and a half. I went, yes. I went, yes, for the Buckeyes having two 1,000-yard rushers and two 1,000-yard receivers. Yes, in both categories. But to keep going on with the theme of the day, and that is its predictions. Leading rusher. Who is it going to be? And this is something that as much as I say what I think and how I think things have gone. I also understand how the coaches have utilized the top two backs in this room. And if everything goes like I think it will, which is not how I think it should go. I'll just say that right there. I do believe that Travion Henderson will be the leading rusher for Ohio State in the fall. Mainly because, and it's just something I heard from Stephen Means on Cle- <clears throat> from Cleveland.com, on Buckeye Talk, the podcast, At him, Nathan Baird, and I believe it's Andrew Gillis is the new voice on that show. Stephen Means reiterated and discussed that the times that Henderson and Williams are both healthy a year ago, Travion Henderson was the guy that was the starter in those games which goes to why I think he'll be the leading rusher. I would wait to make a statement. I know last year I made a statement about how the offense was more productive and with Mayan Williams in the backfield. I'm not going to make that statement yet until the season plays, uh, season starts, and we get four or five, six weeks in, and then I start making – Um, statements based on observations that we have seen, that I've witnessed during the football season. But I do think the leading rusher will be Travion Henderson, but I'll be curious to see if the offense is more productive under Mayan Williams in the fall. Who will be the leading leader in receiving yards? I think the leader in receiving yards will be Marvin Harrison Jr. I think the leader in receptions will be Emeka Abuka. A year ago, I do believe these numbers will be at, Marvin Harrison Jr. had seventy-seven catches. Ameka Abuka had seventy-four. Marvin Harrison Jr. had uh, twelve hundred sixty-three receiving yards. Ameka Abuka had eleven hundred and fifty-one. I think for the season and how I think things are going to go, and they're going to move Marv around a lot. I think Marv is going to find ways to get loose and and cook defenses out of the slaughter in motion or different things like that. Where I still think. um I gotta write this down really quickly so I don't forget my notes. And so middle of the season, someone's not coming back and saying, Jay, you made this statement, Jay, you said this. And I'm like, I don't have a record of that, but it's right here in front of me and it's right here on the podcast. It's not going anywhere. Leader in receiving yards, I do think it's going to be Marv. Receptions, I do think it's going to be Omeka Abuka, receiving touchdowns. I do think that was going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. I think at the end of the season, you're going to find a scenario where both of these guys, Abuka and Harrison Jr. They're going to be um, neck and neck. I mean, twelve hundred for one guy a year ago in receiving yards, eleven 1, hundred for the other. Seventy-seven receptions, seventy-four for the other. Uh, in, re- in receiving touchdowns, fourteen for Marv a year ago. Um, I believe it's really close. They- Abuka had no less than ten. Can't read my handwriting; it's pretty bad when that happens. So I do think that they're going to be neck and neck. And this is also this also could be a reason why Harrison Jr. is not up for. Maybe the Heisman, maybe he wins All Big Ten, All American, Bolitnikov. But for the Heisman, maybe that is something. I mean, he doesn't win the Bolitnikov because he is sharing the field with someone else who is one of the best wide receivers in the entire country. When it comes to kick returns and punt returns, I think it's going to be yes for both. I think that when it comes to the guys that are out there, the talent that is there, no matter if it's a freshman and Brandon Ennis, or if it's Marvin Harrison Jr. or a Buka or Maybe you put Xavier Johnson back there or Evan Pryor or Chip Traynham. Whoever it is, I do believe the punt returns more likely than the kick return. Kick return return rules allow you to just call fair catch in different spots of the field, which that don't make sense to me. Punt returns, I think, are, are going to be more likely. I think the Buckeyes defense will force numerous punts, which will raise the amount of Chances they have to return a punt. But I do think it's a yes for a punt return and a kick return. And I cannot think about the last time. Uh, I've been hearing a lot, a lot, a lot about Buckeye fans wanting more, wanting more from the return game. I can't remember the last time that Buckeye fans or people were satisfied with the return game for Ohio State. That day, di- that time and that day might come at some point during this season. Love Buckeye football prediction season is here we're going to go over some predictions next week for the defensive side of the ball. Leader in tackles, leader in sacks, leader in INTs, fumble recoveries. Who will, who will have the most defensive touchdowns? We'll touch on all of those a week from today. Also later this week, a little updated continuation of learning about the Buckeyes during pre-season camp, preseason camp, fall camp, whatever it is. It's the final preparation for the Buckeyes football season, which starts on September 2nd. We got a lot to learn from the team. Stay tapped in locked on Buckeyes so you don't miss anything going on with your Ohio State football team. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstephens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens 317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a hump day. I'll see you next time.